everyone. Uh, this is Claudia Mosegazzi with The Real Talk with Claudia Mosegazzi, and I have Hillary Jackson with me today. Um, this is her first time on a podcast, and I'm like, it's my first time too. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't, I, I, I forget the name of the podcast. I sometimes forget my name. So, um, so I, um, you know, next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. Have you bought the turkey yet? No. Oh, I gosh, no. I'm always either. super last minute. I have no business hosting Thanksgiving at my house, but we do it anyway. So, also, oh, they're coming, everybody's <laughs> yes, coming to your yes, house. Yes, they're coming. The in laws are not feeling so great. So, um, they'll stay back at home in Canyon Lake and we'll be uh, here. That's cool. My family's coming this year too. So, I have a lot to cook. Fun. Time. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually thinking of frying a turkey. I don't know how that. That's a really go, good idea. That if you do we'll it right, see. it's really good. They really said tasty. that it's like 35, 45 minutes. Like that, it's super fast. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I don't know. I'll see what I can do. So, uh, the reason why I invited Hillary to uh, this episode is because you know Thanksgiving is coming. Uh, Christmas is coming around too, and you know we forget sometimes to think about how blessed we are. Uh, we have, you know, our kids. I feel like every Christmas gets hard, harder to even buy presents mm -hmm. because they have, like, you know, throughout the year you give them so much that, you know, Christmas is like okay, like just what another else can you time, buy them? Mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, so. Um, Hillary is part of uh, an, a, a nonprofit organization that, you know, I've been trying to look into um, and learn more about it. So that's why I, you know, I brought her over. So can, can you tell us about what's the name of the uh, organization? Yes. And, and thank you for bringing me on. I'm always happy to share more about Foster Angels and our work and what we do, but we are a small local nonprofit. Um, we reach thousands of children in foster care, um, but our mission is to ensure that children in foster care in South Texas have their basic needs met. Um, and then we also provide life enriching and life enhancing opportunities for them whenever possible. Um, and so our program addresses the needs of children from birth to age 22 or when they age out of the foster care system. And, Which is at what time? Um, either 18 or they can stay in extended care and it, that will go till 22. Um, but they do have to be enrolled in, in school full time or working full time in order to okay. stay. Um, but, you know, at that time, they're older, they're going into adulthood and they don't have any family. They have little to no support. Um, many of them have been in the system for so many years. They don't have the skills and tools necessary yeah, to live a productive adult life. Um, so we help them. Um, we service 19 counties in and around South Texas. Um, and we've been around for 24 years. So we're well established. Um, Who founded it? So a man named Ted Oakley, who's still around today. Um, he grew up in, in had a hard time in, in poverty and now has become very successful. And he literally showed up on child protective services door he knocked on their door and said i want to help what can i do um and the rest was history foster angels was born back in 1999 we've helped over 42,000 children here in south wow. texas since then um and how our program works is year-round we work very closely with child protective services every child that's in foster care 
has to have a, a caseworker through CPS. Mm -hmm. uh, so we work with them. We work with multiple CASAs um, throughout the counties that we serve, um, several foster placing agencies, um, universities and colleges like TAMUCC and and A&M Kingsville. And so we work together to be able to provide resources um, that create a sense of belonging and normalcy at a time that can be very isolating right. in a child's life. Because, you know, when, when a child enters the foster care system, their quality of life really starts to diminish like right away. They're, they're, they're wearing the same dirty clothing for days at a time. They're sleeping on floors and couches. Many of them have never celebrated their birthday or, you know, had the chance to take art classes or dance lessons or swimming lessons. Um, and so we just want to be able to give that to them and create a positive shift in their lives. So when do you guys actually uh, come into play? So let's say a kid gets taken away from their family or their parents, mm -hmm. put into CPS. Yes. So then, so it, it goes through an investigation first. And then okay. when it's deemed that, okay, these children need to be removed from the home and placed in a foster home or with, you know, great grandma or grand or family member, that's where we step in. Okay. And so we have a daily request program. And so all the agencies that I just mentioned and foster parents and caregivers and even folks older foster youth can go on our website and fill out a request form. So it's like easily accessible for children who need our help. And what do you usually see that they request for? So we will receive, I mean, requests will range from the most basic of needs. So food, new clothing, beds to keep siblings together, because that's another barrier. Um, children get removed from their home and it's a sibling group of three or four and, and it's hard to place them all together together so they need beds is always kind of like the number one thing that that they need um so basic needs and then to educational support like technology laptops tutoring to therapeutic and medical needs so therapy we've done braces we've done cranial helmets because a lot of these children are born you know positive for drugs mom was taking drugs um, and so they've got you know some issues going on with their facial asymmetry and stuff and then um, we'll also help with adoption fees transportational needs <clears throat> excuse me gas cards and car seats and strollers um, and then those normalcy activities so to help the foster parents where they're the, being <clears throat> the foster placed. parents or the caregivers, um, which is called a kinship home and the kinship families. They're the ones who, who really need a lot of support because, you know, your family, your grandma's just going about her day and then she gets a call that says, hey, you, you know, need you need to get the kids. Well, grandma doesn't have the funds to do that. Right. They're not receiving any benefits from the state. And, and even foster parents, the foster care reimbursement rate is very inadequate. It's it's not enough. Um, and, um, you know, these children, we want to just give them the same opportunities as our children have, right. as your children have, you know. I mean, every children deserves that. So how, uh, how do you fund your uh, organization? How is it so funded? So we run mm -hmm. off of grants. 
from foundations and corporations and individuals, um, donations, um, and we have a really great community. So we're able to do that. To help mm -hmm. the community. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have like annual fundraisers? I mean, do you have a big we fundraiser do. per year or like several of them? Or yep, we do. We have, so we have two fundraisers. Um, in April, we have Party with a Purpose, and that's more of a fun, relaxed, um, drink your, your beers and your burgers. It's at the surf club. Um, and we have bands play, we have a silent auction and then we charge a small fee to enter. And it's a really fun night. And then we also have a annual luncheon every September. And we'll usually have a keynote speaker who grew up in the foster care system, okay. you know, and has become successful. Mm -hmm. We also honor, um, we call them our angel honorees. And so we'll have around five foster youth who have really, um, you know, they exhibit high character, they've overcome adversity, they're doing well in their lives. And so we'll honor them and share their stories at our luncheon as well. Cool. I think this year I missed it. I know I sent somebody because I was out of town. Yes, it was in September. Yeah, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. was out of town or something that I couldn't attend. Um, so then I heard about, um, and you know, just a little parenthesis i actually helped a lady a very sweet lady and she was a foster mom and um by herself and she had two girls and there were siblings and um and we helped them actually buy a house oh so my she gosh. bought a house and then later she was like guess what because she came back and she was like um we just, I just got the adoption papers. So oh she actually adopted the two girls. It that was so, so sweet. sweet. We, we met them and she actually upgraded the house. So we helped her a second time around. That's so Tracy, if you're seeing me, um, I <laughs> thank you, you Tracy. for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, and the girls are so sweet. They will always come and say hi to me. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a, a big, I think, um, will you say that you see much more of a need more than like babies and stuff like with older kids. Absolutely. You could post a picture of a baby and say, this baby needs a home and you're going to get a million phone calls for that baby. But the older, you know, these kids get it's their harder. chances of being adopted and finding their forever family. they just diminish like each year that they have a birthday. So, so sad. Mm -hmm. so tell me about the, uh, what you guys do for Christmas. I heard so, that oh, well, it's a, a really good segue because yeah. we do focus on the teens that are in foster care because they oftentimes get left out a lot. You know, it's easy to um, eat the little ones. They love toys and um, really anything you get them. But the older ones, many of them have never had a real Christmas. They've never been able to give their list to mom or dad, you know, just like our kids do. Um and so we will fulfill wish lists for over a hundred teens. Um, Local, yes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we do. But we do help Laredo and oh, we, and McAllen. Right, yes, we do. Yes, around. yes. Okay. But it's well over a hundred. Um, and so we'll focus on the teenagers. Um, we ask them exactly what they want. You know, if please be honest with us. If you could ask for anything. And we fulfill the wish list. And our community's great every year. We receive sponsors. They do purchase everything on their list. And the kids are just, they look and they're just like, 
I did not think I was going to get this Xbox or, you know what I mean? They're used to just getting kind of hand-me-downs or um, things that somebody else picks. So it's really personable. It's my favorite drive that we do. And when do you start that? It started. Started (laughs) already? Okay. It's never too early to start. We like to post them out early just to give everyone enough time and take advantage of the Black Friday deals. Um, so our lists are out on our website. So you have them on your website and then mm-hmm. you just go and you pick somebody. I mean, is there the names of the kids yes. or how does it work? So it's really neat. Um, we set it up so it's really easy to navigate. And so it'll take you straight to the page and it's all these little gift boxes and it's got the child's name in each one and you can click on it and it'll give you just a short description about them. Um, and then their wish list, and then the amount. So you could even filter by amounts of the wish list. And uh, do you guys go and deliver this, or how do how does the like the give like so the, the gifts? Do you guys take them to the kids directly? The distribution. So the caseworkers will pick them up okay. from us because they're the ones that do the home visits and visit with the children. Um, but we do ask that the sponsors drop off all the gifts unwrapped just so we make sure that it is everything on the list mm-hmm. that the kids want. And then we have volunteers who wrap them and then the caseworkers will distribute them to the oh, families. Cool. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to put a uh, the link to your website. Okay. When we post so this episode is going to go live on Friday. So okay. no, today's Friday. Are we supposed to pretend that we're live? No. Oh, <laughs> well, today <laughs> yeah, is no. Tuesday, but yeah. when you're hearing this, it'll <laughs> be Friday. <laughs> so uh, we'll put it on Friday. And then um, I'm actually going to throw a challenge right there because I know a lot of the people that see me. Um, so I'm going to adopt or uh, do five kids. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. So I want to do five kids and then I'm going to invite Gino and Lisa and Missy and Brent and who else? The Brassingtons and... Keep keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, Annie, Aide, Cindy Bueno, Janelle. I mean, everybody that is listening to all my past clients or my current clients that are on, the, on Facebook to... Uh, click and get one kit because honestly you know it's funny that you said like they've never turned in a list we were laughing because my 19 year old in college texted me the other day and he said like what is the deadline for my Christmas list wish <laughs> and I'm like what <laughs> like n- no not happening <laughs> he's like yes I need to write my list for Santa and I'm like yeah, you're 19 you know there's no Santa but, you know, she's still trying to throw in the the guest list the uh, wish the list. wish so, list yeah um no hopefully we can make a difference to these kids I know it's really hard and like I said I mean you don't we're blessed to mm-hmm. be and have your kids and then you see your kids they wake up every day even though sometimes they get in your nerves and want to you want to put them yeah. on the patio but um you don't um I have a another joke I remember when I got divorced the first time like I was tickling my uh my little one and we were like just you know like playing and she didn't want to be tickled anymore so she was like mom I'm gonna call uh child support 
instead oh. of like saying child protective services and I was like I have a friend that's let, there yeah, so yeah, go I'm ahead. Like, let's call child support maybe I'll get an increase in child support <laughs> and I'm like I'm with you I'll call with you um but so when do you start being involved with foster angels and oh what gosh. what's your role there so I am the executive director now um, I've been involved with Foster Angels almost 11 years. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I started working there in college, like super part-time. Um, and I did that for five years and left. We moved to California. I had my kiddos, my family and I were there for two years. And then I came back in 2017. Is and your husband is military? He was Border Patrol. Border um, Patrol. He left, but he he's not in Border Patrol anymore. But oh, he's not um, in Border Patrol no, anymore. No, not anymore. It's that's a whole another can of worms to open. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so the, his job did take him there or take us there. Um, and I came back, and you just I couldn't deny my passion for the kids and. So you just went back into it. And mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. like, we're it was for it you. was like perfect timing as I came back. Um, the executive director was leaving, and so it just kind of worked perfectly. Perfect. That's yes. Good. Yeah. So. So you're in charge to oversee the the program. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have a really great team. We're a small team. We've got a development director, Trista McGinnis, who's here in Corpus. Um, we have a part time program coordinator, Ariel, and then we have a full time. Um, Rio Grande Valley director in McAllen. Do you guys do anything else like site visits or you just like wait for somebody to actually ask for the help and then you guys put it all together or how? Yes. So um, that form I was telling you about earlier, Mm -hmm. we receive requests every day, daily basis. I mean, I would say on average 50 a week. And then there's a certain times of the year where it's it's just more. Yeah. Like back to school and, and right now, because these needs they don't go away. You know, there are the ongoing needs um, with inflation being the way it is. What and happened when it was COVID? Do you see like an increase on cases? Yes. Well, like we did see an increase in those basic needs. Um, but fortunately, we, we really didn't have to pivot too much during COVID because our processes and procedures are so streamlined, you know, yeah, we really, nothing was, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We just kept doing our everyday, um, work. Um, so yeah, I mean, we did see an increase and I think, I think because the community knew that we did those basic needs, they were so willing to give to during help. during COVID. Mm-hmm. What are some some other nonprofits in town that you partner up with? Because I know, like, I'm very big. I'm actually on the board of the Children of Advocacy Center. Oh, okay, okay. Children of Advocacy Center. Okay, um, we partner with BCFS, which also help they help at risk youth. We partner with. Boys, oh. that's the boy, Boys and Girls Club? No, BCFS. I'm not quite sure what their acronym stands for, um, okay. but they do help older youth, um, at-risk youth, yes. Um, foster placing agencies like Circles of Care, um, A World for Children, um, Agape Harbor, Upbring, um, Agape Ranch, um, the universities that I mentioned, um, and then that's just here locally, the CASAs here. And then there's Children's Homes in the Valley and in Laredo, pretty much any agency that works directly one-on-one with the kids. 
So if somebody wants to put, like, say, a care package or something to donate, would you say that it's better just to donate the money? Or what items do you guys receive that you're like, yeah, we can hold it? I mean, do you guys have, like, a stock room where you guys um, it, Not really. We do have work? an office space. Um and we'll only accept brand new items. It's the policy right. that Child Protective brand Services new, has. Right. So we align with that. Um, and yeah, I guess it just depends if somebody calls and says, hey, I have like a brand new bed or a brand new mattress. We do have space. We, we can to hold it, it. Mm -hmm, okay. to take it. And we can find a family that needs and it. And if not, it's just better to do monetary. Yes. Kind of like mm -hmm. have the money there to buy mm -hmm. the stuff that you need. Mm hmm Okay. Yes, because like I said, every day these are coming in. And it's so. just like different mm -hmm. stuff. It's all circumstantial. So mm -hmm. again, foster angels. So they have a list of kids that are needing help for uh, Christmas. And I'm going to tell you uh, to all the parents out there, I, I actually started this tradition with my girls probably when they were like five and three or I mean, Alexa was little. And what I used to do is... Um, one of my aunts, she worked for Avance, which is like a, you know, like a daycare type of thing, like for mm -hmm. like okay. families that, you know, like uh, younger moms. Okay. And uh, and they teach them, give them classes and stuff like that. And then um, I reached out to her and I said, oh, I need to adopt a family. So we like, she would like, you know, ask who needed help and all that. And there's families that they didn't even have a Christmas tree for Christmas. And um, and I would take my girls first shopping for them, do the same thing. Mm -hmm. What always got my attention was that um, they would, you tell them like, okay, write a list of what you want. And it was always like socks and clothes Just, and yeah, general. tennis shoes, you know, like mm -hmm. all those. I mean, I mean, these were the kids. So I started doing that and that really helped me ground my kids. Mm -hmm. Like ground them down to like, okay, look, like, I mean, you have a lot and let's go into these, you know, to because they would go and deliver gifts and everything. I remember the first house that we went, the very first time they didn't have a Christmas tree and the girls were like, but they're not, Santa is not going to come because they don't have Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we went to Walmart, bought the Christmas tree, brought it back, Aww. put the Christmas tree, you know, and it mm -hmm. just makes a little difference, but to all the parents out there. Um, I think it's important for all our kids and our youth, I mean, to understand that not everybody is as blessed as mm -hmm. they are. Right. And that giving a little bit um, to those in need, like, goes a, a long way. So we're going to put the link there so you guys can tap in it. Um, and then let's see who does more than five. Or you can team up and then do more than five, but mm -hmm. I want to do five. So yeah, and I mean, and the, like I said, these wish lists, I mean, we ask these kids, I say kids, but teenagers, you know, please put on their, you know, your complete wish list. And a lot of times you come together, your office comes together yeah. and sponsors one or two. I mean, any anything helps. Um, and I remember I will share this. I think it was two years ago. We had a college student and she asked for a whole bunch of SpongeBob, like a SpongeBob blanket and a SpongeBob pillow. And we thought, okay, you know, she just likes SpongeBob. And so, you know, she gets everything on our list. We, we actually did take this to her and she's crying and she's like, I have been asking for a SpongeBob blanket 
since I was eight years old and I've never gotten it, you know? And so for these kids, it's like you said earlier, this is, these are the only gifts they're probably going to receive all year long. So that's why we do want to make sure if they want the size eight black Ugg boots, we want to make sure and, that they and, get that them. they get those. Yeah, yeah. And just have to do one. That's a really good idea. I mean, you can get in the office and just kind of like mm-hmm. do and do an item or right. Do, Everybody pitches you know, in, raise some money there, and then uh, you know go and buy stuff. I know that somebody told me that you can also just donate the total because you guys total Mm -hmm. more or less. Or that too. Yeah. Because we, I mean, people are busy. We understand that. So we want to give everybody a couple of options. Um, Yeah. You could go out and purchase the items yourself, or you can make the donation and then a staff member or experienced volunteer can shop for you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So foster angels. And then just to uh, wrap it up, I'm going to put her on the, I'm going to put Hillary on the spot. So, um, I didn't start the interview saying that she actually was my client. Oh, yes. I helped her <laughs> with her mortgage loan. You did. And then in Easter, you you won the TV. I did. Right. Yeah, we did win that. <laughs> it was at we the Easter win that. with the Montalvos. And I remember you right now when I said, because your name clicked. And then I, when I said, I was like, oh, that's the chick that uh-huh. was wearing the... The, the hat the was hat, I wearing yeah. my hat? Yes, yes. you were okay. wearing, I the was hat, wearing the hat, and I was like, and she won the TV. So um, you already went through the process. What uh, is two things that you recommend people that are going to buy a house? Oh my god! Like just like from what you can, you know, remember, and it doesn't have to be mortgage related. I mean, just two things that you would say. Oh my god! If somebody would have had told me this. Before I went into that, I mean, I think, oh man, this is hard. This was my first time buying a home, you know, with my name on the on the on the lien as well. Um, obviously, getting your finances in order and you know making sure your credit was good, um, which fortunately mine was because <laughs> I did not know. You know, I just didn't. I didn't understand the whole process and the so much back and forth that it entails and and gathering all the data. Um, so, I mean, I guess I would say that. <laughs> I don't know. You did put me on the spot. I know. I'm terrible. I am so terrible. I gave terrible. her the debrief of everything that I was going to ask, but I didn't tell her I was going to say anything about Anything about the mortgage. Um, I don't know. It's a hard question. So all your details. So it's funny how you said, like, I didn't know how my credit was. So you really didn't check your credit before. No, I yeah. didn't. Maybe my husband probably did and was like, for sure, let's move forward with it. But I really didn't. Um, so I think that would be one of the recommend, rec- recommendations that we we will say is people have to verify how your credit because mm-hmm. these could have had turning on a completely different stuff. Right. Like if your credit weren't being there, and sometimes a husband can still qualify by itself, but you guys have to remember that in Texas, it's a community property state. So whatever debt that the wife has belongs to the husband yeah. and vice versa. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. Unless it's money. Their money's ours. Yeah. Ours <laughs> is ours. So it does not apply with that, guys. But, um, and uh but no yeah i remember we we did it actually i think that you guys were still on the move yeah and i guess that was another thing is we just didn't 
I guess we just didn't think we would be able to do it. You know, we just were, we had maybe talked about it and we're just like, no, we're kind of stuck in this house for a really long time. And it was just one phone call and it was like, oh, wow, we can do this. Like, you know, I didn't really realize we thought no way. And that happens a lot to people too, because they actually get afraid of the no. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, that's another thing to remember. I mean, if you don't ask, if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. Mm-hmm. But if you do try, I mean, you never know. I mean, if it's not a yes right away, it might just be a how. Mm-hmm. So. You might not be able to do it right now, but you can do it later on. So, well, thank you so much for coming uh, and joining us. I was very interested in learning more about foster angels. I think, like I said, it's a really good cause. And um, and I'm all about staying local. So this is we're going to help some local mm-hmm. children here. And, um, and don't forget to click on the link so that you can pick your kiddo that you are going to sponsor for this Christmas. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much.